This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, before we go any further, I need to remind you guys once again about our wonderful partner here at Love the Star. It is Boomer Jacks. Brian and I have been telling you guys about them for several months now. We love whenever you guys tag us in your photos from Boomer Jacks and let us know that you're hanging out over there and the wonderful experiences that you're having, especially the, the best time for you to go, especially if you're a big fan of wings, are Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Tuesdays are half-price bone-in wings. Wednesdays are half-price boneless wings, but they have great deals the rest of the days of the week as well. They have drink specials starting at $3, $15 buckets of beer. It is a wonderful atmosphere. The coldest beer you will find anywhere around, wall-to-wall TVs, live music. It's just an ongoing party all the time. Whether you're looking for a spot for happy hour with coworkers, somewhere to watch the game with friends, somewhere to have dinner with the family, Boomer Jacks has you hooked up. There are 17 DFW locations. You can find yours by going to boomerjacks.com. That's boomerjacks.com. All right, Brian, uh, let's dive into the Dean Julia Love of the Star mailbag and see what questions the listeners have for us today. Uh, first question here from uh, Stacy. She goes, what are your thoughts? And this ties in the draft. So what are your thoughts on uh, the report about the intrigue of C.J. Stroud? I, I will say this first. Uh, I think they have intrigue in the every player that they have a first-round grade on every year. I, I think they had intrigue on uh, Dalvin Cook when he was a first-round grade for them, but they weren't going to take Dalvin Cook, even though he's staring him there at him. They took Taco Charlton. So uh, intrigue and that actually adding up to somehow impacting what the Cowboys do at the quarterback position are two very different things to me. So do I think they like C.J. Stroud? Yeah, I think they like C.J. Stroud like much of the league does. Do I think that it has – any relevance to what the Cowboys do at the quarterback position next year or into the future? No, I do not. Yeah. And again, Stacy, thanks for the question. Thanks for the, always the loyal follow. You put out some good stuff too. Um, I kind of feel like that you hit the net, not kind of, you hit the nail on the head. Uh, I think we're getting to a point where once you set your board and they are far from doing that, a lot of teams are working right. on that right now and they're getting ready for the combine. And then once they get to the combine, they're going to get all the medicals. They're going to get all the. Uh, they're going to get all the workout information that they need, the numbers and stuff to kind of put uh, where the skill guys where they need to be. Because you got times on them now. You got official times. You know, you can kind of look at your defensive lineman, your offensive lineman. I I think the time for where C.J. Stroud sits on their board now. If the report is, oh, I talked to a scout who covers the Midwest. And he really likes C.J. Stroud. I would say, oh, okay, that's cool. But to say, I think the Cowboys, yeah, are they going to like C.J. Stroud? Sure. Are they going to have a chance to get C.J. Stroud? Likely, probably not. 
Probably no, not. and I think, like you say there, uh, I know that like in the past, they liked Zach Wilson. They liked Trevor Lawrence. That didn't matter, though. They Those were not guys that they if, were going to. If I'm sorry, go ahead. But no, 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 that was it. If that report said, "Hey, they like Hin- uh, uh, Hooker, Hendon Hooker from Tennessee," yeah. now you got my attention. Now you got that matters my attention. more. That matters more to me because I'm thinking now. Okay, if they like those quarterbacks, are all going to be gone. Young from Alabama is going to be gone. Stroud from Ohio State is going to be gone. Will Levis from Kentucky is probably going to be gone. You know, if now you're you're looking about okay, well, who's the next next best quarterback? On the Brian Broadus board, it's it's Hooker from Tennessee. Now Hooker's in a situation where he hurt his knee in the South Carolina game, so is this a redshirt situation where he's not going to play at all for you? You know that kind of thing. But do you draft him just because you have compensatory fours and other things to kind of work with? But if 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 the report was they like Hendon Hooker. Now you got my attention more so than Stroud. Sure, we all like Stroud. Question here from John. A free agent signing always unlikely with this team, but do you see any scenario where they move their first-round pick for an established veteran? That's a great question because you're you're looking at, you know, if you were looking at wide receivers, the big whispers were would they find a way to go get digs? You know, I think it would take, you know, I, I guarantee you, Bobby, when – we got down to 26 in that previous segment when we were talking about who the Cowboys were taking. All those receivers were gone. All the first round receivers were gone. And then it turns into it turns into guys that are kind of second round guys. Mm-hmm. Then it then it turns into like, okay, well, if I go give up 26 to go get an established guy that's better, like better than anybody that's left on that board, that makes good football sense to me. Will they do it? Ah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the, the, the one thing they have a history of doing is moving a first round pick for a wide receiver. They have a they have a history of doing that. You know, anything else? Uh, we'll kind of see. I was interested, you know, with free agency. I was trying to think of a way uh, to get that defensive tackle from uh, the Commanders. You know, Deron Payne. Yeah, but you know, the more I mean, we had Todd Archer on our show yesterday. Uh, you know, for ESPN and Todd was like, I'm like, Hey, is it a, is it a pipe dream to try and get a Duran Payne? And Todd's like, I just don't see them paying a defensive tackle $20 million a year. Just don't do it. So I, I had dreams about going out and getting a guy like that, you know, getting an impact player, but you know, never say never with Jerry, but I, I just don't think it's likely unless it's something like I say, that receiver that makes sense for him. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. Uh, next question here from Artemio. Does Deron Bland keep his spot over Jordan Lewis? Now, I think you got to ask a couple of different questions here. Uh, Anthony Brown is out of contract. Jordan Lewis has a year left on his contract. They can free up four and a half million by releasing him. But do you feel good enough about the contingencies behind him? And, and 
is Deron Bland even taking Jordan Lewis's spot? Is that the question? He, he played there because Jordan Lewis was out uh, because he got hurt. Um, but it may be a case where the Cowboys view it as, no, he's playing the outside. He is going to be one of our outside corners. We don't look at him as a nickel, so that spot is still Jordan Lewis's. Brian, how do you view Deron Bland's future here in terms of where he he best fits and how might that play with Jordan Lewis, do you think? You 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 told me I could save $4 million moving on from Jordan Lewis. Mm-hmm. I like yep. Jordan Lewis. I really do, but I'm looking at I'm looking at math right now. And math tells me I could save four million dollars on a position where I have a guy that throughout the year looked like that he was fine with his growth. He could play outside, he could play inside. You know, I could play him at a couple of different spots. He looks comfortable doing that. He's around the ball, he finishes. I mean, I if I could save four million dollars for something else, again, I love you, Jordan Lewis, but I, I've got to make this call and I'm gonna I'm gonna play Deron Bland and I'm probably gonna draft another corner uh, that could probably play on the outside in this, uh, in this draft. Question here from uh, at AT Gans. When do you see them filling out their coaching staff? Seems to be taking a while. Brian, we are still waiting for word on quarterback coach. I think the quarterback coach is in the building. I think it's Scott Tolzien. So I, I think, I, I think it's Tolzien too. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't think that that's anything that necessary necessarily takes a rush. They still need to fill running backs coach. Obviously they, they did fill with, you know, we talked about Will Harriger, um, but they also filled with, you know, Sharif Floyd and Darian Thompson. Former players are now being added to staff. But really, running backs coach is the one I think that they have left to fill. Uh, I think you've referenced before, maybe they have somebody in mind that, you know, things are just uh, taking a little bit to play out. But in general, wouldn't you want to have that firmed up? Who's your running backs coach before you guys go to, to Indy next week? Yeah, it might be a possibility, too, where they're meeting the guys at Indy. I just saw where Skip Pete. Uh, took a job with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, you know, he was a, he's kind of a, if you want to say a little bit of a late hire uh, for the Buccaneers. I, I, I do think to me, running back coach is a, an important position, but it's not as important as offensive line. It's not as important as the quarterback coach. You know, they got those, I mean, the quarterback coach we talked about, but I do think it's, I do think you're right about Tolzien being that guy. The running back coach, I think they could kind of be a little bit more patient on right now. I don't think that's – now, it could be a pressing issue uh, when they get to the point about having to evaluate what they're going to do with Zeke and what they're going to do with Pollard. Last question here uh, from Kyle, just because I don't I don't believe this. I, I've never heard of this as, as being a problem, but I, I figured I'd toss it over to you with all your vast NFL experience. Brian, Kyle says, please answer this question I've been curious about for a long time. Do you think long sleeves inhibit inhibit a quarterback's play? That's a great question because I know I got killed for talking about when Zeke had a fumble problem and yeah. he was wearing the long sleeves, and I'm like, he needs to take the long sleeves off. And everybody's like, oh, it doesn't matter, all this, that. What'd he do? He took the long sleeves off and he started – he stopped fumbling the ball, you know, and so it, that that's – to me, I've, I've every experience I've ever had, bad weather players in Green Bay, long sleeves, carrying the ball, holding the ball. Ball goes, gets slippery. Ball gets on the sleeve. That gets slippery. Um, I, it's an interesting uh, interesting thing to, to t- talk about when you say quarterbacks because traditionally we don't see the quarterbacks wearing sleeves until it gets more or less the middle of the year. Maybe you get those outdoor games. I remember for a while there, the problem that Dak had, 
that I felt bad about for him when he was a bigger guy, he sweated so much. You remember mm-hmm. like, you know, and now you worry about Dak. Okay. Is I don't see that, that sweaty kind of guy playing. I mean, you can look at his uniform in some of his early season games and he's just like drenched and you're wondering, is his hand, is it a problem? He's wearing the sleeves now. Is the sweat getting on the sleeve? Is it rolling down into the palm of his hand? You know, those are, I mean, they wear sweatbands and stuff like that. But I, I'm i trying to think of the great quarterbacks that have always worn sleeves. And it's... Didn't Favre wear sleeves? He only wore sleeves when he got to, when it got to like November, December. Like Rodgers is the same way. Rodgers plays short sleeve. Uh, Mahomes is a one-sleeve guy, but his long sleeve is on his left arm, and he wears he's open or bare arm on the right arm, I believe. Right. Uh, Jalen Hurts in the game. Uh, Jalen Hurts will wear long sleeves. He wore them in the championship game. In the Super Bowl, he didn't wear them. So I, I think quarterbacks, I mean, it's, I think it's just comfort. I think it's just a psychological. But Dak initially was not a long sleeve guy. Like there were games that he played in cold weather where he didn't wear sleeves. Right. Some, some quarterbacks are like that. Some quarterbacks are just fine with just, you know, playing with, you know, bare arms in, in, in poor conditions and being okay about it. Uh, but it's, it's a good question. It really is. That does it for us here today on the Love of the Star podcast. We'll be back with you guys again on Friday with more Cowboys talk. If you guys have anything uh, you want us to touch on, be sure to reach out to us on Twitter at Brian Broadus at Bobby Bell TX, and uh, we'll try to get to it over the course of the next few weeks. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later.